0: Welcome to the Revis Podcast, where we connect with top agents across the country to cut through the noise and pass the fluff. And now, here are your hosts, Michael Selaney and Jeff Wallace.
1: Welcome into
0: uh, Revis Podcast Episode 3. I'm Michael Celani. Uh, I'm Jeff Wallace. And today we've got uh, Sanit Agarwal on, um, who is based out of Sacramento and Big Block Realty. And um, so Sanit, welcome.
2: Hey, thanks guys. I'm super stoked. This is fun. Uh,
0: as are we. And um, real quick before we get in, we've got definitely wanted some definitely have some things we want to talk about. Uh, but do you want to let everyone know kind of you know where you and your brokerage are at, some stats, kind of what you've done, how far you've come. You want the quick origin story, right? So, Not necessarily the origin story. Maybe tell us how 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 successful you guys have been in the last couple of years. Kind of give us yeah, So. You know, um
2: the brokerage has been open for maybe two years. Teams has been around for four years. Uh, really got able to get a lot of market share quick by leveraging, you know, systems and uh, tech and working with lead companies, all this. So really double our production every year, which has now turned into a couple hundred homes here in the Sacramento region. Yeah, and, so, you know. team, You guys did
0: how, what did you guys do in 2019?
2: Uh, you know, I just look at Zillow. What does it say? Look at Zillow and add about 50, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a few hundred homes every year um, with a team of what? I think you guys, how many people do you have on your team?
2: Today, the team, I counted this morning, and it's 24 people. Nice. Uh, we trimmed down a little bit during this quarantine because yeah. some people didn't want to work, and that's totally good, right? They can come back. Um, so we trimmed down a bit, but uh, so today is 24. Nice.
0: Um So to jump right in, something uh, we were talking about kind of before we started was, you know, you mentioned to me yesterday that you you do a good job, you do happen to be in the right rooms, and the right places, at the right time, with the right people. Um, However, I think that, uh, you know, I've known you for a handful of years, and while yes, you might be in these places with different people, but one thing I know is that nothing ever happens from being in the right place if you can't actually back it up with real substance real work ethic and one thing I know about you is you've got a lot of substance to the business that you guys have and that's kind of where I want to focus today on and I was thinking back to a conversation we had in January where and I don't know if this is still true so I'm curious where you land now but you mentioned (laughs) at that time that you had I think four
2: different CRMs going yeah I mean there's there's a lot of CRMs I think the four was maybe the automation tools got it on the leads, but okay. I definitely do have at least four CRMs as well. But I know that's not quite as I think what I was talking about. Because we got it. right, we have one for the recruiting. I have one to uh you know track other programs, one for leads, and then another one for just PPC and leads. So it's not like we're in all of them every day. Got it. Uh that makes it makes a ton of
0: sense. Um yeah. which one are you in most? Follow a bus. Got it. And, and you mentioned something about automation. So what 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 are some of the things that you're using specifically
2: for automation inside of follow-up boss? So, I mean, it's both maybe not just automation, although there's, you know, things like call action, which is great and can change different scripts and things like Asian legend, which we use to. Let's say that there's a bunch of leads that we segment that we want them all to get a message kind of a intuitive couple string of messages that we can do something like that with Agent Legend. Um, but then also, you know, throwing tags and follow a boss that notify a different party to pay certain attention to these leads. Um, different source stuff. Lopo is great in there. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have uh, heard about Lopo And yeah. they have that REIA that's an artificial intelligence um, ISA. Wicked stuff, dude.
0: So I'm curious real quick. I know Mike's gonna wanna dive in. I know I have an idea of what he might ask, but you mentioned about a tag, tags that you're putting on, and a tag's notifying another system. Can you like let's let's jump into that one real quick. So like give us an example of a tag that you're putting on,
2: what then that's doing and why. So um, you know, a tag, let's say that I'm gonna have Santa come to, to the office, right? But if I invited everybody in my CRM, it would be like 45,000 invites. Of course. I don't think I can manage that. I want like 300 people. I want like 40 people, right? But, um, and I know that sending one mass email or mass text really won't do anything, right? So just, I want them to get like four messages and a reminder. So you could do something like that with Agent Legend, maybe plugged in like Calendly to let them set their own appointment. Little things like that just to segment the group and then use other tech to make, you know, text drips. Just you got to remind people stuff. You can't just ask them once. Is there one
0: that you've done recently, let's say, with everything going on that you that like you can get real granular on?
2: No, I didn't do any mass text or any kind of drips like that recently because recently it was all like genuine and I actually took that extra step and did bomb bomb, right? What about about in January maybe? January, you know when maybe like a new, one of our new listings hit, hit the market, pull the list of people, call them, send them a couple of text messages. We, you know, filter the CRM by their zip code of where the inquiry was. You can do stuff like that, right? Like if they all went to 95826, a great zip code that you told me to get, a, you know, a couple of years back that's been really good. Um, the uh, Then we want everyone in, in there to know besides just a call or a slide dial or
1: something. So, Sunit, question for you. And I'm, I'm beyond obsessed inside of the CRMs when it comes to building out these systems because I think that, you strap the right system inside the right people. And that's truly, you know, you become unstoppable. So, and, and I want to go super deep on this and I'll give you, I'll give you my take on it too, because I'm trying everything on our end. I, I trying, um, different automation around texting, dropping, you know, voicemails in people's phones, emails, videos inside of emails, bomb, bomb videos inside of texts. Um, and I track every, I track every single, you know, piece of it from A to Z on which one's performing well and what, who's reaching out because of why. So if I can, if, if you can go hit me with your favorite right now, what is your favorite automation that you have inside of your CRM? That is let's like, let's say, you know, if you, for example, online leads, what's your favorite touch right now that's happening? What was your favorite top performing um, you know, thing that you're utilizing inside to to truly, you know, move the needle on conversion.
2: Dude, I think that um, Lopo is crushing it, just being inside a follow boss, right? Because they, based on their behavior, on the lead's be, behavior, Lopo has their AI, ISA that reaches out uh, without the agents. I mean, we can set that up too, but the the AI does a good job. You will have a quick yeah. conversation, right? right? And with with most of, the, and not something crazy, but basic, and with most of everything else, you really gotta sit there and watch it. You need manpower, and that can be a challenge, right? So you need something to be able to nurture that lead to a conversation using AI without an agent having to be there and pressing the next button. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, and so you're using YLOPO in the form of an ISA team, right? and and in utilizing those people to to be your backbone right is what you're saying
2: based on behavior
1: gotcha what and what behaviors are those
2: like somebody opening up an email a bunch of times or looking at the same house four times right i don't know exactly what it is i don't get that deep in it i just look oh look this freaking ai is starting a conversation so, you know call it look <laughs>
0: So what happens then at that point? So, so what, then how, how does does Lopo then does it alert you? Does it alert one of your, um, your ISAs or someone internally? Like, how do you decide who it's going to alert?
2: So usually it's just, um, it, it alerts me so I can
0: watch it. So and how does it alert you? Does the, like who pings you? Like is Ylopo pinging you? It's the text.
2: You? Yeah. It's okay. a text. It's super Great. easy. Um, it's clean. Yeah. Uh, th- those guys are smart. Um,
0: what You just go in then and reassign that lead to someone else.
2: I just make sure that an agent has it and then I'll follow up. Hey, did you call that lead? Right. And my out of country, my Mexican ISAs are monitoring that too. So they'll watch it.
0: Okay. I was going to say like, this seems like a lot of work. If you're getting texts, why not potentially set up something through whether it's Y Lobo or even potentially, you know, Zapier or, or if it's then that, where you can then automate when that text gets sent out, it's going to, 3 of your agents, right? And so you have a set three agents that are always handling any outbound calls that are generated from Ylopo AI.
2: You could zap that, I'm sure. Do you know how to?
0: Yeah. I'll give you my login, <laughs> super this call. That's one of the things that like we we we, we, we love Zapier, right? Like they, it's it's an amazing tool that's extremely uh I think underserved between, you know, their their I think a lot of people end up on Zapier and look at the the very top zaps and and that oh i'm very limited in this capacity to only do x and y based on what i'm seeing um, on the screen as opposed to potentially creating webhooks and different paths which allow you to truly create almost anything you want if you can get inside you know the interface with with uh, on the the other side of it but um yeah i think it's very uh, underappreciated even though a lot of people do appreciate it i think it's got even more value than most people uh, have realized lately
2: i found a guy on upwork in washington actually we paid him a bunch of money to do all his apps once for all for our monday and slack and follow boss well i,
0: just, I mean I, that sounds great right was, because it it, worth it.
2: yeah this I sat there like banging my head up against the table
0: i have a degree in
2: computers i can do this
0: right i mean and it's uh it's you know however much you paid him right which i'm sure is what money well spent because you could sit there and probably as the business owner spend 40 hours doing it figuring it out or what is your time worth and let's have someone else do it and still get it done the right way. You've got a general idea on how it works. Now let's actually just get someone else in there to do it. So that way you can continue
2: doing what you do best, which is leading the team, leading the brokerage. I used Upwork a bunch last year and I love VAs too. You know, people in in different countries, but um, I hired somebody from Upwork to write the copy and all my social media posts for a good amount of time. Uh, just seeing how that went, right? And like a real copywriter. What'd you find? That was fun. Uh, I found that it was a lot of work telling him what kind of mood I was in and what to write. <laughs> could have just written it yourself, huh? Yeah, I could have just written it myself. By the time I, I text him, I'm all, oh, never mind, bro. I'll I'll just post that.
0: Yeah, when it, it comes to it social, though. I think one thing that we we continue to find is that yes, it's a lot of work. Uh, you definitely have to even sometimes schedule it out for yourself in order to make sure that it gets out there. But then in addition to that, there's no better way than to get it out there than you truly being the one who's putting the content out. Uh, As much as we want to try to automate different things in different systems when it comes to social, if it's you, it's going to be, it's your truth, right? Like that's going to be the best thing that comes out and what people are going to resonate with the most.
2: And outside of spending money on posts, everyone just wants to see pictures of their kid and dogs. right? Do they, though? Yes. They do.
1: <laughs> yes. I'll tell you right now. I, Sunit, <laughs> you caught my attention on social media, not as we're changing subjects here, but with the Marshall stacks, as I see to your right right now. So I, I played drums <laughs> for 10 years. I don't have as much time for them as I'd like to still. My whole family was in music. but Oh, sick. You know, we – You know, we connected, I connected with you through social media because of that, which is just your raw, personal, true you, right? And it was just you putting it out there. It's nothing to do with you on the business side, right? But at the same time, too, like, I paid attention long enough for you to have my attention now on
2: on social media, right? Dude, I went down the rabbit hole and started, like, hashtagging the different kind of amps and guitars and had all kinds of fun. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Anyway, yeah, this uh, quarantine has uh, changed people's stuff around a bit lately, right? Yeah, it's
0: changed uh, everyone's normal is <laughs> no longer normal, right? Um, which is all right. Uh, it's, 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 I think every single person hopefully has realized that it's, you're not the only one feeling whatever you're feeling. <laughs> the entire rest of the world, there is a l- large chunk of people that are feeling the same thing, which is good. Cause that gives people something to lean on so
1: Sydney, so yeah, i want to i want to circle back in i want to go even farther here so walk me through a day in an in the life of an online lead so an online lead walked into your business virtually into your let's call it i don't know any online lead comes in into sure. your inbox right so. and i think you said that that's going to pummel in to follow a boss walk me through what happens i want to know every detail
2: is it like a shared type of lead that more than one person can have, or is it just like
1: a Let, let's just say of, just an oh inquiry God. on a home uh, Bob wants to see one two three main Street and uh, he's interested in information and you get pinged through the info, not a phone call, nothing just you got his name, his email, his phone number, and he's interested
0: i think I think the, I think what Cindy was asking is is specifically that depending on the lead source it could be sent out to Oh, let's
2: Different. just say just
0: to you. Let's Thank just
2: say just to you for right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. Then I'm gonna pick up the pick up the phone and call that guy. Probably is excited, right? So, right. Um, call him. I would try calling him twice. If 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 he doesn't answer, I'd send him a video text, right? And hopefully have some kind of automated email drip start. And then I would try calling him again later um maybe the next day i would tell my isa if it was me right like hey call this dude 3 times a day and until he answers and circle him back uh throw on a text trip maybe the next day that i'll text him one or two times a day you know some kind of pattern maybe two the first day one the next day skip a day maybe three the next day some kind of cadence right mm-hmm. uh sending him emails the whole way but if you only if, if came to me, I'm going to talk to that dude the first day for sure. Let's say, let's say it comes into your,
0: your brokerage, right? Like, let's say you guys have an account and you're paying some online portal and that lead comes in, um, just to, you know, just to you guys, right. To your team. Um, like where does it go? Who does it go to you know,
2: now? Yeah. So now it goes into, this is being changed. Let me preface this. <laughs> <laughs> um, um right now it goes to geographical and like value like how much of the darn house worth right and is that because you set up different parameters or you have someone monitoring yeah no I, it's it's you can't on most of these leads you want to call them quick right so it goes through the routing whoever it's a jump ball right so on most leads it's a jump ball within the routing let's say there's five people in that uh channel or group and it goes in there and jump ball and if Sally gets all the leads and has like 40 leads after a week then Sally may get put on pause so some of the other people can catch up, right? And if and you're
1: running that jump ball through up program.
2: Follow-up boss. Yeah.
1: Cool. Keep going.
2: But there's better things, I'm sure, out there or something different out there. Um if after the lead gets you know routed one of the ISAs will look at it too and maybe call in conjunction with the agents and maybe you know uh joe bob the home buyer is uh getting calls from two of my people at once just because i know the isa will keep keep up if the agent drops the ball which totally.
0: so so let me i want to make sure i understand this you have the leads originally going directly to the agents as opposed to your isas
2: how come yes
0: because doesn't
2: doesn't everybody want to talk an agent first jeff
1: for the most part they do (laughs) they want to talk i'll 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 second i'll I'll give you back they want to talk to someone right for sure right they want to be with someone live on the phone to answer their question or to help them get their information right but you're going on the thing that says your agents are going to be there every time right
2: yeah i mean they answer the the agents definitely answer okay but it's the follow-up, right? So if they happen to get them on the phone the first one or two times, then great. Then if not, that can be left in the weeds. And uh, that's where the ISAs and all these other systems really help carry the lead.
0: through. So you're using them more of a, almost like as an insurance plan as opposed to the first line of
2: defense. Yeah. Although that that may change. I spoke to a couple of different teams this week that getting my head about having more lead shifts which we kind of do, are just having an ISA in-house and not um, in a different country, not in Mexico.
0: Yeah, one of the things, I'll let Michael, Michael runs this operation from top to bottom, but one of the things that we have found is that we're able to convert more of those into actual face-to-face appointments by having them come into two ISAs first as the very first person that they're talking to. And we've trained those ISAs to be the absolute best possible people to set up an appointment. Right. And so they're doing an amazing job at handing them off and an amazing job is done by the agents because they show up to the actual face-to-face appointment. Right. And that's, you know, the critical piece is that little in between. And we found that if you're not, yeah, if, if those ISAs, it's a very delicate process. And I think that, you know, of the you know, combined two decades that we've dealt with this, um, that we found that if the ISAs aren't trained right, right, then yes, this process will break. But if they're trained the right way, and they know exactly how to make that process smooth and seamless, that the consumer actually is very excited about having gone through that process, which we found with a lot of other teams, they weren't, but that's because the ISAs didn't necessarily know the right way to make that handoff.
2: That's the challenge is that handoff. And I mean, it really depends on lead source, for me, it's all so different, right? Like on some portals, they've already spoken to somebody else and they want to talk to an agent now, right? Um, on different portals, that same lead can be sold to like who Lord knows how how many people. And if you got an ISA versus an agent calling, an agent will call faster, right? And then you got like PPC and Facebook where the agent will call and probably do a half decent job when an isa would do great at those so for me it really it's i don't it's different it just depends on how many people are getting that lead that's how i've been trained
0: for sure <laughs> um i want to talk about something else but mike do you have any other questions on that piece right there no I'll, I'll let you keep sliding so Sunit, you talked about call action in the beginning yeah um, i'm really intrigued so i think that i think there's a lot of people that know but i think there's equally a, just as many people that don't know how well call action can be used. So I'm curious like maybe if you could share like one or maybe even two of your favorite ways of how you
2: leverage call action. So the it's the just the way that Jesse has it where the drips can like be transferred on in the in the whole same thread is super good, right? Like you can transfer a drip. So you're talking to some guy via text and he says, Hey, call me back in a week. And then you just put it, press the button and another drip starts. And in a week it says, Hey, um, checking back in. Right. Just those timing things. And it really, um, if, if, if the call comes in on, a, if the text goes out on a Monday, you know, say, Hey, I, uh, it's, it's Monday. And I have it in my calendar to call you. So there's smart little intuitive things in there that the agents love. It is great. And yeah, then for I think
1: me, you, go ahead. Mike. I was just say, I think you hit on such a spot there at the end there where the agents love it. Um, I, I, I think the agents grasp for so much structure. I know inside us and I, I've got a, about a hundred different automations and built out inside of, inside of our systems to actually be able to, anywhere from notify the agents or remind them or send them a text or automated plans from A to Z to actually go straight to the client on behalf of the agent even. Yeah. So even going a step further where I could say, hey, you know, one of my agents will come to me and say, hey, we wanna to touch back with these people in a month and I'll actually be able to push a button and you could start something up that'll come from the agent, right? Yeah. And it'll automatically be that touch keeping them forward facing. Because like you said, you know, back when you we were talking about ISA versus agent, right? There's a delicate touch between the two of them of the consumer really wanting to talk to an agent. And of course, once you make that handoff and that connection to that agent, the last thing you want to do is go backwards, right? And so keeping that agent forward there, I think is huge with the, with the call to actions, the agents that you give them that backbone, that structure. It allows them to be a lot more successful on those leads. That, like you said. That, that, that most slipped through the crack is the one that says, call me in a month, right? That's the scariest thing in the world to look at an agent and say, are you going to call them in a month or "Nope, no, you're not right. We have to have something in place. That's going to protect the situation to make sure it gets done or even helping them do it for them. Um, so yeah, the call action is beautiful. I love that.
2: Well, I mean, dude, if I go in a follow boss and look at overdue tasks on my 44,000 leads, i probably like want to cry right? probably So many thousands of them.
1: (laughs) So it sounds like you, it sounds like you have a lot of things in place that are a lot of automation, a lot of automatic things that are reminding agents or built there to come back to the agents and say, Hey, do this, do this, do this. Uh, And, and I mean, this can even touch in a little bit with our ISA conversation, but have you thought about opening up more and taking back a little more control and even just doing it for them? Like I mentioned, you know, Bob needs to follow up with a hundred leads that are overdue tasks and he didn't do it. You take that card out of the equation and even just set it up so that you touch those leads for Bob from Bob. It's almost like what you're saying with Ylopo, right? They're starting the conversation in AI. And then once they respond, then you just ship it right over to Bob and say, Hey Bob, I shot a check-in text to your, to your lead that we need to follow up with. And uh, they responded. to him handing you the conversation.
2: Well, um I think that while is doing that to an extent and that uh that's why you gotta hire some more ISAs. <laughs> yeah. I had a conversation, Jeff, with one of your friends this morning. Uh, and she told me all about how great her IS her ISAs are. And I was gonna put an ad out on Indeed today for a team of ISAs. You should.
0: I mean I think <laughs> that one thing that we've We've definitely erred on the side of, and that's because of what we've seen over the years is having those ISAs in-house as opposed to external or, you know, even out of the country, um, because again, that, that's just such a critical process, a critical step that if you, if you don't do it right, then you're, you're going to miss. Now, there's a lot of things you can automate with VAs, um, and I just feel like the ISA piece is not one of the
2: one here's the thing is right now i'm not hiring one right now honestly because i hey new guy work from home and make calls like that shit ain't happening
1: right i'm having that exact same problem because i want to get get three more of them and that is the exact same (laughs) thought process i'm having right now it's just like oh man like oh i I can't do it i just can't bring myself i need to be in a space like i'm going to teach you how to be a beast but you got to be right here with me if i'm going to be able to do that right i think it's so true it, it seems like you're definitely circling around this ISA thing I, I love the idea I think the two most important parts and you're you're piecing this together with other puzzle pieces but if you had it in-house it certainly could unlock a whole other level which is A, you've got that that upfront first connection right with that initial conversation for the ISA on X amount of, of business that's incoming right but the second piece that I think is almost more important from an ISA and this is the part I think you're gonna you would like the most about it which is, it's, it's the backbone of the lead after day one, after day two, after day three. And, and I'll even go a step further and say that I don't even like calling them ISAs. I, I like them to be a part of the customer's success through the whole way, right? I'm not here to be your inside sales associate. I'm here to like guide you through this beautiful process and, and lay out that carpet for them to walk down. And then guide the agent right, and be there as the backbone support to make sure it's such a beautiful process. I, I mean, I think everything you're hitting on is. is so are you guys going to train them?
2: But do I got to send them down to SoCal to the dress house to get trained? I'm <laughs> in San Mateo. I'm in San Mateo County, my man. Oh,
1: cool! Right on. I'm close by.
0: Yeah. It sounds like Michael just officially coined the new term of of customer success manager, which yeah, think, for sure. I think is extremely important. Um, I couldn't say more about uh, about what he's done to help make sure the consumer is enjoying that, that process and that success. Um, with that said, I think this was great. Um, I mean, I feel like we could all sit here and talk for hours on every system, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll come back again in, in a couple months and do this again. But I just, I got to say, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for your, your friendship, your support all the time. Uh, yeah. Always, always, always appreciate seeing you. You guys too, man. Thank you. Thanks, Denise. It's been great talking, brother.